Hi, I'm Emma, and you're listening to the Consciously Connected Podcast, a space where I chat to creators, and quite often to myself, around forming a connection within to connect to our outer worlds more clearly. I myself am a yoga teacher, an Ayurvedic practitioner, and a womb science facilitator. Combine this with five years in marketing and you have me trying to draw both of my worlds together to help creators create consciously. If this is something that you're interested in learning more about, you can find me over at ConsciousCreatorCo underscore on Instagram. But now, let's get on with the show. Hi and welcome back to another episode It is another deep, fiery dive today that I'm really, really excited for. If you've followed this podcast on me on Instagram, you'll know that I stepped back from my business for a few months whilst I was going through quite a lot of my personal world and I wanted to be really present from it. But with this spring-summer energy, it's like a fire's been reignited and not only am I creating again, but... I'm really just not holding back and going into these big topics that largely I've been skirting around, to be honest. And today, that topic is around icky marketing, why we do it, why some people do it, shall I say, and what we can do to not slip into that space. And I want to start by offering a little bit of context because... If you know me, you'll know that I've got a decade's experience in marketing and I've got a degree in advertising and marketing psychology. So I have a lot of knowledge on this topic. And yet I have found myself also slipping into icky marketing. And I've spoken to a lot of creators that have. You only have to scroll through your newsfeed to probably see a lot of it. And I think it's really important to open up the discussion around why this happens and how we can make sure it doesn't. Because there's no shame around it. It's beautiful to be able to hold yourself accountable, but I really don't want this to be a shaming space. I want it to be a space of, okay, how can we observe, see, have compassion, and how can we do better? And essentially what has triggered this episode today is something that I was speaking about on my stories last week, if you follow me on Instagram. And just for context, I have been working with a client on passive income streams. It's a big project I'm working on at the moment. And since that, the algorithm obviously knows everything about me and is now heavily pushing passive income content my way which is fine, it's beautiful, it's all research. But what has been really, really frustrating me is how misleading so much of the content on this topic actually is. And you may have seen that I shared a story last week and it was a screenshot of a creator that was put onto my algorithm who basically said something along the lines of, I started sharing nutrition tips on my page and now I earn seven figures. And when you go through her whole page, pretty much her entire marketing strategy is based around the fact that she earns seven figures, she travels the world, and she barely works at all, according to her Instagram. (laughs) And this is one of so, so many pages 
that have been put into my field recently and after speaking to some of you have also been put into your field too. I came across one the other day that almost every single post she did was telling you how much she'd earn and what she'd been doing whilst doing it. So for example, I've been chilling by the pool in Florida and my business has earned 5k in the last hour. And every single post was this, by the way, every post on her feed. And this is just a beautiful example of what I personally consider to be icky marketing. And I say that because you may not, and that's okay. There's no definition of what is icky marketing. But the reason that I find it icky is basically because it's really, really misleading. I think it's giving false expectations and false promises. And if we go back to the first example I gave of posting nutrition videos and then making seven figures, if you click on this girl's page, her whole bio and all of the information about her is around money mindset. It's around courses and business advice. So that actually is what she's selling. So she is not making seven figures off of nutrition videos. She's making seven figures off of telling people that she's making seven figures, right? And I know that sounds really confusing, but it's essentially that by telling people what she's earning, people are then buying her courses under the illusion that they can also earn either seven figures or a lot of money. And so that, for me, is why I consider it to be misleading. Also, if you are somebody that saw that video and you wanted to share nutrition videos or you had something that you're really passionate about and you wanted to share on that, you may believe that doing so will lead you to seven figures because that's kind of what the video says, right? And it's not that it can't. I'm really not saying that you cannot earn money like this online because you can. And I'm also not saying that you shouldn't because hell, women earning money, go for it. Like I'm all for this. But something I also spoke about in my stories is that there's a huge difference between somebody who is selling business marketing versus somebody that is selling something like nutrition. Again, you can earn money from both. But people are far more likely to invest in something that is going to bring a return on investment in the monetal sense. And that is why these videos do so well, right? Because you think, okay, if I invest in this coach, then I'll be closer to earning seven figures. You saying, okay, here's a nutrition guide of how to eat well and feel better in your body is great, by the way, really, really great. And it's gonna have such huge impact and you can definitely earn money from doing that. But it's probably not gonna earn you seven figures in the way that this person has earned it. And that's really, really important to distinguish. And another element of this is, this person started this page to showcase nutrition tips. And now none of her page is on that. It is all on earning money. And this is something that I'm seeing happen a lot. This is a trap that I myself have fallen into as well. Is that desire for income with a push-pull of that desire to do what you're passionate about and do what you really, really enjoy. And that is going to be of service to people. 
And I really hate to say this, but it's kind of just how I feel. So I'm going to honor that. I'm seeing a lot of selling out. Again, I've definitely started to go down this path myself. So when I say that I'm calling out, it's with full compassion and accountability. But if I decided that I wanted to earn seven figures, if I was like, you know what? I'm just all about the money right now, which is fine. I could then start posting on my feed. This is how I earn seven figures traveling the world. This is how I earn seven figures doing this. This is how much I earn whilst laying on a beach. You know, I could start doing this kind of content. Then I could create a course, sell the course, which by the way, would literally probably just be telling people to do the same. (laughs) And I would make a shit ton of money from doing that. But as someone that has had big months, like big 10, 15k months in their business, I know full well that money doesn't bring fulfillment. And if you are not in alignment with your work, how much you earn is going to feel good, by the way. Like, I'm not going to say it won't feel good earning money because it will, (laughs) right? Like, we can all acknowledge that we have the desire for money. We need it in the world we live in today. As someone that tries to live a very simple life, like eating organic, want to have land, all of these things that should just be normal, (laughs) they're actually super expensive. So it's fine to honour the desire to have the income. But I think it's about finding that middle ground between how can I do what I love and how can I bring in the income. And one thing I've been sitting with actually is maybe I don't merge those two worlds I work with corporate marketing clients and I actually really, really enjoy it. It's not like my sole work. It's not my full passion work, but it means that I get income in each month. I earn well from it. And that security for me is really, really important. And one thing that I've realized that I don't really want is my heart, soul-led work to be my sole income. That being because I don't want it to have this force to it. I don't want it to be about earning the money. I don't want to feel like I always need to sign clients. And so that's been a huge important distinction for me to know that I've got a solid income coming in and then I can come at this from a soulful place. But I am just constantly seeing this push-pull between that, okay? I need I need to earn money. I want to do what I love. I don't want there to be any force in it, but equally, I've got to pay my bills. And so I can see why videos like this are so, so appealing to people. I can really, really see it. But it is what I like to call lazy marketing because it is misleading and it is based on a promise that cannot really be fulfilled. Also, one thing that I'm really big on is authority. And I've spoken about brand authority a lot, but like, why is this person qualified to hold this space? Nothing on her page, nothing on her Instagram, nothing on her website suggests that she has actually any background in any of this stuff. And so the course you are paying for is probably a course that she's done off of somebody else. And it's probably based on that same marketing tactic I was talking about of create a course, share your income, do this, do that. And it's why I believe social media is starting to feel like an echo chamber. Everything is starting to feel the same. 
people feel like they're out of integrity and not standing fully in their authority because they aren't taking the time to establish that and embody what they do and actually study and be qualified. I know that's a controversial thing to say, but I've always held that belief that people should be qualified and well-versed and heavily studied in what they do. And so I really, again, I don't want to go on a rant about this, but I am really passionate about it. And I really want to dive into why I think this takes place in terms of why it moves in to that space of icky marketing. And to do that, I want to share a little reflection on my own journey, because like I said, I'm somebody that is very well studied, educated, practiced in the topic of marketing. And last year, I slipped into icky marketing. And this was me slipping into a space of sharing my income, sharing my lifestyle, very much spreading the message of others can live this life. And there's nothing really wrong with that. Well, in my opinion, you know, you may think there is and that's totally fine too. And I was always very careful to never say, work with me and you'll make 5k months, work with me and you'll make 10k, work with me and you'll make six figures. Because I really have always been so strongly against that marketing because A, that is a promise you cannot fulfill and B, that is not your responsibility to make that promise. It's on the client to do that. You can create guidance and you can create support and offer strategies, but ultimately the client has to take responsibility for making that happen. I have a whole other episode on responsibility within marketing. But also... I think I did it from this way of wanting to inspire and then when people would come into my space being like I want to earn what you earn I was then like oh okay this is off I've done something irresponsible here and I would always say to people please bear in mind that as a business and marketing coach it is easier to sell because there's a return on investment people can invest 500 pounds and hopefully get more of that back because the whole point of that is to increase income is to have strategy is to have all of these things that grow your business so it's very very different that is why you see business and marketing coaches having those big months people's investment in self can still be huge I'm not saying it can't be but it is generally easier to encourage people to buy when they're going to get something financial back for it so just acknowledging that and that's something I always did within my sessions and lately I've been thinking about okay well why did I share all of that why did I feel like I came off center a little bit within my marketing why did I follow (laughs) advice from my own business coach that actually really didn't feel in alignment for me even when I have such an extensive knowledge of marketing and psychology and all of these things, why did I slip into icky forms of marketing? And I was really sitting with this, I've kind of been sitting with it all winter to be honest, and one thing that I really thought of was I actually wasn't very confident. I had a year in counselling to even be able to start my own business, (laughs) just because I couldn't believe that I could put myself out there and people would want to buy what I did and I would have the confidence to do it and then when I eventually went all in in it that's really hard to say all in in it (laughs) I had this huge fear of like oh my god what if it doesn't work I've quit my job 
I'm doing this work that I care about so, so much. I'm so passionate about it. This is terrifying territory. I'm so far out of my comfort zone. What if it doesn't work? What if I launch something and no one wants it? What if I put in all of this love, effort and hard work and don't make any money of it? What if I share myself so vulnerably and authentically and it just doesn't land? And it's okay to acknowledge that these are all very real fears when it comes to having a heart-led business, something that you really, really do care and feel so passionately about. And I think for me, that is why I invested in a business coach and I took all of the things that I was absorbing from business coaches to be gospel. Even though I have all this knowledge myself, took it to be gospel because I just wanted to use proven strategies that worked. Due to all of those fears, due to not having the confidence in myself and due to just really, really wanting it to work. And so full compassion for that, full compassion of going into that place that felt the safest during a time where I felt so out of my comfort zone. And maybe this lands, maybe a lot of you have done the same and now you're kind of sitting with the fallout of that, of like, okay, yeah, you know what, it kind of worked or maybe it didn't work for you, but how did it feel? And is that how I want to run my business? And is that how I want to invite clients into my space? And so, like I said, I really think it comes back to this confidence piece of maybe not being grounded enough in your work, not being clear enough on what you do and who you serve, and not being confident enough that what you have to share, what you can do for people, is really fucking powerful. Because the more I have sunk into that space, the more I've made sure that I'm offering things that I'm really aligned with, that I am really rooted in what I can give, what I can offer and who I can serve, and really aligned to my uniqueness and the way that I want to be seen, to be of service, the less ick within my marketing, the less pull and force within my marketing, and the less need to convince. I really feel like I don't need to convince anybody to work with me. And I have consistent inquiries coming in each week. Before I sat down, someone has just messaged me out of the blue, like, let's go, let's have a 90 minute call, I wanna book in. And I really do think that so much of marketing is strategy and also so much of it is energy. I'm a big believer that both contribute. And it's about having the strategy to know how to speak to people confidently, to know how to speak to people where they are, to convey what you do, to create clear invitations to people, whilst also honouring that inner knowing of confidence, that rooted, strong grounding of what you offer. And like I say, I think this has been a lot easier for me to tap into because I have a solid income coming in. I do think it's harder when, like I say, you need clients. And I listened to a podcast last week by Jen, um, Money Mindset Coach, who has actually been on this podcast before. And she said the lines, 
if you need to sign your next client to afford to live, you need to get a job. And the reason that landed with me is because that forceful energy of I need this client in, for me in the past, and I know for other people who I've spoken to on this topic, has led to that forced energy, that almost pull into the space. And so I think really thinking about what can create that grounded, abundant energy within you so that when you put your work out there into the world, it doesn't need to be forced. It doesn't need to try and convince or persuade or encourage, really, really encourage people in. And it's not because you don't want to do that, right? You want people into your work, you want to earn money, you want to actually be of service. And all of those things are so incredible. There's no shaming on that. But I think when we're on those unstable territories, we're on that rocky ground, that is when we can start to pull in, let's just call it icky marketing, (laughs) icky marketing, or we can take advice or coaching from people that don't necessarily resonate with us or strategies that don't really land with us and we can start to come off center come away from our values and what feels aligned for us and hold my hands up this is definitely what happened with me like I say that fear was so strong I wasn't grounded in my work I wasn't rooted in what I'm able to do I was seeking validation massively from my business and what I was able to bring in from it. And so we can speak about marketing techniques all day long and I can speak on, okay, this is kind of what feels a little icky versus this is what feels really good. And I mean, I can go into all of that, but I actually think that the key bit is the step before that. And it's like, how do you feel in yourself before you come to share? What are your thoughts around what you offer? how you can be of service, your desires for income, your business vision and your goals. Really looking at those and thinking, okay, are these in a grounded space? Are these in alignment with me? Before coming to share that with the world, because I think that makes a huge, huge difference in the energy that shows up in your marketing and in the way that you market yourself. It's almost like this quiet confidence And I had a client come to me the other day who had been on a discovery call with a coach that was literally like, you need to be in this space, you need to make it happen. And when she was like, okay, well, you know, I need to speak to my husband because this is a big investment. It was a crazy investment, by the way, (laughs) like huge. The person was like, just went, I'm not going to repeat what they said, but they just went way too personal and yeah they were they were very like I want to use the word coercive but maybe that's a little strong and my client was like they were just so confident in their selling and I just was like do you think that's confidence because I don't to me someone who was really confident in their work would never feel the need to try and force people in They would never feel the need to have to take payment on that very call right there and then. Oh God, no, you can't go and think about it, right? You need to pay for it right now. Questioning every single objection they have and turning it around. No, 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 this this is the offer for you. 
even when they're probably presenting many signs that it's actually not. (laughs) That to me is not confidence. I think that's what we think confidence within marketing is. To me, it's not. When I have discovery calls with clients, I listen to whatever it is they're experiencing. I genuinely think, can I be of service here? And there's so many times where I've said, honestly, I really actually don't think I can help you. And if I do think I'll be able to help, I'll explain why. If they've got any questions, I'll answer that. And even if they're like, you know what, I'm ready, this is what I need, I still say, look, go away, sleep on it, let's chat tomorrow. Because if you're so sure that this is for you, you're still gonna feel that way tomorrow. And that to me shows far greater confidence in what I have to offer. I know what I have to offer. I know that the right people will come into it. I'm, I'm confident in that. Which then means I don't need to do any of the forcing. I don't need to do any of the sales pitches and sales tactics and everything that feels really off. I don't need to do that because I am coming from a place of, I know. It's like an inner knowing, it's an inner confidence. And it's pretty quiet, but it's still strong. And people feel that pull to it. Like I said, I'm getting more inquiries through to work with me than I have in a really, really long time because of that. And so I'd love to know where you're currently sitting with this. Maybe you're reflecting on some of the ways that you've marketed in the past. Maybe you feel a little clearer on what you need to sit with or how to move forward. I would love to have some discussions about this. And if you would like to sit in a 90 minute call with me to really tap into getting clear on what it is you do, honing in on your unique energy, building the confidence to be able to speak about what you do and invite people into it, never having to move into this icky space. This is one of my favorite byproducts of clients working with me is when they come doubting their offering, doubting their ability, doubting anyone will want it to walking out of that, I'd say room, but it's really a Zoom room, (laughs) full of clarity and confidence in the spaces they can hold, in the power that they have, in the ways that they can be of service. So I will leave all of the information for that below. Again, thank you so much for listening to this episode and I can't wait to hear what you think of it. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you would like to come and connect with some fellow Conscious Creators, you can find me at ConsciousCreatorCo underscore. And if you would like to work with me on a one-to-one or a group capacity to help you find that conscious creation that I know is sitting within you, then you can book a free 15-minute call with me in the link in the show notes. I hope you have a consciously connected day.